0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Thomas, and this is You're Not the Only One. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to talk about Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. I am so ugh. I'm blown away. I I I never thought that I would talk about it on my podcast, but at night I really love to listen to sermons. It's just it's my jam. It's like sometimes I'll do a Netflix show every now and again, but for the most part I love to just watch sermons and stuff. So, because Kanye's album dropped on the 25th of October, some random guy I've never even heard of popped up on YouTube and he, It said something like, Christian mom reviews Kanye West's new album. And so it's this kid and, I, and she's driving and they're listening and they're literally going through the entire album. He plays it from the beginning. And I have never really heard Kanye's music. So let me just back it up for a second. Number one, I've never been a huge fan of Kanye West. The last time that Kanye West even really grabbed my attention, it was a couple of times. The first time was, I think 10 years ago is when he came out with his, it, it actually could have been 15 years ago, when he came out with Jesus Walks. And that immediately caught my attention because I'm a Christian. And if anyone is going to say, a lot of people talk about God and stuff, but He said, Jesus walks. And so that immediately got my attention. And I knew he wasn't a Christian, but then it made me think, is he a Christian? And then, of course, you listen to the rest of his music and you go, no, not so much. There's a lot of, you know, cursing, profanity. I would never let my children... Listen to it. I had a hard time listening to it. And I know that he had close relationships and close ties with Jay-Z. And I know he's definitely not a Christian at this time, but we are praying for Jay-Z and Beyonce and all them. Then the other time that Kanye came on my radar is when he married Kim Kardashian. Cause every now and again, I would, I would catch an episode of the Kardashians, you know, just like a, you know, I look at the Kardashians as eye candy. I really think they're beautiful physically. I love makeup. I love jewels and high fashion and, you know, gorgeous high-end name brand bags and stuff. And it's just, oh, it's just, they just put a sparkle in my eye. Now, let me be clear, okay? I do not idolize... I do not glorify the Kardashians in any way, shape, or form. I do not watch their show. I am not addicted to them. Um, I can see how that can be very addicting to watch them. I pulled myself out of all of that stuff many years ago. Um, you know, just got getting caught up in other watching other people's lives, it was like, I guess I just wanted to preface that first. And so I was talking about Kanye and how he's never really been on my radar. I mean... I've never really been into his music. I, I could see where the where his talent was. I could I could see why there was a pull, if you will. But for me, it just, just wasn't enough of a pull for me to get really into him. Back to the YouTube thing. I watch YouTube at nighttime when I put my kids to, to bed and everything, and I like to listen to sermons. So of course, because he put out a gospel album, he's gonna pop up in my Christian worship. Uh, you know, news feeds on my YouTube. And so he's been interviewed by a lot of people, Kimmel. Um, I can't remember that one guy. Oh, my gosh. And he's actually the interview I saw. Um, he's that white British dude that does those car karaoke things with different stars. So it was called Airpool. Instead of Carpool, I guess, karaoke. It was airpool karaoke. So they set up a skit as if he's like missed his flight or something to LA. So he's on the phone with someone, and it's Kanye. And he says, yeah, you can catch a ride back with me. So he gets on the plane, and it's full of the Sunday service choir members. And so he's sitting next to Kanye on the plane, and he begins to interview him about his new album that he just dropped and talking to him about it. And, of course, his newfound faith and everything. And in between the interview, these choir members are breaking out in song, and it rocked me. I was like, oh my gosh, like I am not into gospel music. I will just put that right out there. It is not that appealing for me. I can listen to it for a like a few minutes and then I'm kind of like, okay, it's not my jam. But oh my gosh, the harmonies so crystal clear, just on point. You can hear it's like you can, it's like they're singing at unison, but You can hear almost every individual voice, but yet blended. It was so incredible. That alone gets me because I'm a singer and I'm like, that is amazing. But just the, I don't know, the cool that was slapped all over it. It wasn't your typical gospel, you know, choir, church gospel music. It was. It was conified. I couldn't believe the boldness. He didn't just say, yeah, I love God. You know, I've given my, my life to God. No, he's like, Jesus is King. I have given my everything to the one and only Savior, Jesus Christ. I mean, he, he spelled it out. I mean, there was no holding back. And I was like, look at that. That He's amazing. Now, we all know, at least I know a little bit about Kanye West that, that you'll hear through the grapevine over the years that, you know, he's a very arrogant guy, very conceited, very full of himself. You know, that can be a turnoff. I think that's probably why I never went more toward his music. But I could tell, you know, when you really commit yourself to God, you are, you are taking on the mind of Christ. You are inviting him in to clean out that, that selfish part of you and saying, I want you to replace it with you. Like that bible verse created me a clean heart O god and renew a right spirit within me now i'm not a naive person what confuses me is that there are even christians out there that would even come against this we want famous people we want people that have a huge influence in this world whether they profess to be christians all of their life or they didn't for example many people can't stand trump But you know what? He is a huge sounding board for where we are at in our country and in our world. God can use anyone. And a lot of what came to my mind, God used people like David in the Bible. And David was a murderer. David was an adulterer. But also David was a man after God's own heart. Kanye has millions and millions of followers. Okay? This is a good thing. This means that people are going to turn their hearts to Jesus that would have otherwise never known about him before this album dropped. And it is a humongous deal that somebody that was so publicly not for Jesus for so many years goes and turns their heart around. That's powerful stuff. That's amazing. To me, that is incredible. This is like an awakening. This is amazing. It's something to cheer on and get in his corner. What matters is what God says. And if if we could all understand that the creator of the universe wants a personal, deep, loving relationship with every single one of us on this earth, there's no one or nothing in this life that could give you more fulfillment than with Jesus Christ. And when people discover that, they're so just awestruck and blown away. And so that's that's what I can ultimately see in Kanye. I, 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 I've seen him interviewed a couple of times, literally just twice, and then someone reviewed his music. And then going through his album about seven to eight times now, I can hear it in the lyrics. It's powerful. Okay, I wanted to shift gears now and go through every song individually and talk about it and kind of review it and talk about the things that blew me away. The first song is called Every Hour. The main sort of hook in it says, sing till the power of the Lord comes down. And that tells me that people are coming around him that really do know the Lord, and they know the Holy Spirit, and they know the power of God. Sing till the power of the Lord comes down. It's like sing until you can feel the Holy Spirit resting upon you. And I just just found that fascinating and so deep for someone like that, that really has been of the world for most of his life. And he professes this on his album in a couple of songs, which is a perfect lead-in for the next song, Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Right in the beginning, there's a line that says, when i scream at the chauffeur i'm not mean i'm just focused i think it's reminiscent of maybe pre-salvation um look i'm not trying to go like hard nose on this it's just that it kind of reminded me of of the way people would talk about his arrogance in the past and and just sort of like you know it's all about him so i don't know that was just one observation but this song is amazing and powerful with scripture throughout it
1: god is king we just so just Ultra beam out the solar. When I get to heaven's gate, I ain't gotta peek over. Keeping perfect composure. When I scream at the chauffeur, I ain't mean, I'm just focused. I ain't mean, I'm just focused. Put him lean out slower, got us clean out of soda. Before the flood people judge, they did the same thing to Noah. Everybody wanted yandy, that Jesus Christ did the laundry. They say that we start on Monday, but the strong start on Sunday. Won't be in bondage to any man. John 8 3 3. We, the descendants of Abraham, Ye yeah, should be made free. John 8 3 6. To whom the sons?
0: So just because we give our life to Jesus doesn't mean that we are instantly perfect. We are in a process on a journey over time. You know, God is is renewing us, like I said earlier. Little by little, we allow God to take out parts of us and, and replace it with Him. And then that's the best lead in for the next song, which is Follow God. Connie is talking about arguing with God and God reminding him about things that he may be doing that isn't Christ-like. And I love that because that is truly when we're coming to God, when we're getting on our knees and we're saying, God, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to, or just walking along in life and you get convicted in your heart about something you either said or did. He's saying to all of us that This is not the redeemed person that I made you to be now that you're a new creation. And it's actually quite funny what he does in this song. And he's just very transparent about how he's yelling at God. And, you know, I can relate. I feel like I'm trying to get answers from God. And the way I think isn't the way God thinks.
1: like this is what your life like try to live your life right people really know you push your buttons like type right this is like a movie but it's really very like every single night right every single fight right i was looking at the grammar, and i don't even like lights. i was screaming at my daddy told me it ain't christ like i was screaming at the i stopped spazzing but he said it ain't christ like i said
0: the next song is my favorite song on the album closed on sunday There's so many different facets to this song. Honestly, it speaks my heart, and I'm so surprised that I am fully relating to where I'm at in my life right now, uh, in my walk with Jesus, and, you know, Kanye is speaking it. I mean, there's so many parts of it. I'm like, you know, this is my song. He talks about, you know, protecting your daughters from vipers, talking about raise your sons in the faith. There's a line where he says, No more living for the culture. We're nobody's slave. My life is his. I'm no longer my own. I love that line. And I got my weapons in the spirit's land. Oh, such a good line. I didn't even hear that until probably the fourth time that I listened to the album through. I've listened to that, you know, this particular song, Close on Sunday, a bunch more times than I've listened to the album because I love it and my kids love it too but I love that because he's speaking about we don't war against flesh and blood we war against principalities and sp- it's spiritual warfare we war against demons and devils and everything that is unseen so he's just highlighting that so this song just hits on so many fronts and I love it
1: Close on Sunday You my chick fil Close on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A. Hold the selfies, put the gram away. Get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers, don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A you're my number one with the lemonade raise our sons train them in the faith through temptations make sure they're wide away follow jesus listen and obey no more living for the culture we nobody slave stand up for my home Fuck
0: The next song is God Is. And this is basically Kanye professing his belief in Jesus Christ. And he's professing to the world that this gift is for everyone. He says, either rich or poor, everyone's welcome through the door. I mean, it's really, really a powerful message. And he said he's not going to stop until everybody knows who Jesus is. And that's the Great Commission, man. That's what we are called to do as the body of Christ. Oh,
1: This my life, this my life, this my God, give fight. Thank you, Jesus, won the
0: fight. I love the next song, Hands On. Very impactful, one of my favorites. There's three on the album that I really love. Closed on Sunday, Hands On and Use This Gospel. I'm gonna let Use This Gospel and Jesus' Is Lord play out toward the end because they're very self-explanatory. But Hands On speaks about how, you know, when he was gonna go write this album, nobody really showed support for him he was kind of out there alone and in his own circles he was getting dissed and then i guess he'd hear from christians and he said they were the first ones to judge him so he felt like nobody supported him that was hard to hear when i heard that in the song
1: nothing worse than a hypocrite change he ain't really different he ain't even try to get permission ask for advice and they dissed him said i'm finna do a gospel album what have you been hearing from the christians they'd be the first one to judge me make it feel like nobody loved me they'd be the first one to judge me feeling like nobody loved me told people god was my mission what have you been hearing from the christians they'd be the first one to judge me make it feel like nobody loved me
0: when you are only serving god not yourself and not other people you're only listening to the holy spirit lead you it isn't going to matter what the world thinks because you know human beings are we're fallible by nature we're sinful we're born into this world sinful when you really start to get the mind of christ it all becomes mission jesus it just does it's the craziest thing you empty yourself of yourself, and God replaces it. And then you realize what your mission is and what it has always been, and that is to win souls for Christ, because you don't want people spending eternity in hell. Every single person on this earth is eternal. Every single person person. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to either spend eternity in hell or eternity in heaven. And when you know the truth of the gospel, when you know the good news, and you've had the privilege of taking it into your own heart and live from that knowledge, it is your obligation to spread the word of God, to spread the good news. We are the body of Christ. We are entering into harder days, harder times, and where Christians are going to be persecuted like no other time, no other time in history. And it might not look like the days of old, like, you know, Christians being entertainment for the Romans in the Colosseum being eaten by lions. There's a lot of Christians being eaten by lions metaphorically because of their lack of knowledge, because of their lack of being in the word of God. It says in Hosea four six, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What does that mean? It means that when you're not living from a place of victory that Jesus has already won on the cross, you're defeated. The devil has you. Use
1: this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings. In the Father, we put our faith. Kingdom, the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith How could he not be the greatest? And my bed undercovers when undercovers had raided My presence is happy but late Fashionably late. I'm just glad that you made it The best is yet to come, I'm just glad that you waited They all said it real till it's time to appraise it i seen them come and go, you only the latest But who am I to judge, I'm crooked as Vegas Use this gospel for protection It's a hard road to heaven we call on your blessings. In the Father, we put our faith. Kingdom, the kingdom. Our demons are trembling. Holy angels, depending. In the Father, we put our faith. A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those. And then my arrogance took a camera pose. Caught with a trunk, the very man alone. Sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rape talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost
0: Whether you believe he became a Christian or not, he put out an amazing album about the Lord. He put scripture in there. It is biblically sound and even shows his human nature, like I talked about earlier in Selah. And I think it's great because I only can see Kanye going deeper and further. I can tell he's hooked because I... I have been hooked. I have been gripped by the Lord for the last year. It really started a couple years ago for me to go deeper, but the last year has really been a gripping for me. It has been like, I have been so hungry for more of God. I can see that in Him. Man, I just say, keep going, dude. Keep rocking those albums. Keep being that witness about Christ that is bold and that will say it. That will say it. That's the other place Kanye got my attention, when he stood up for Trump. But I didn't know if that was a media stunt or what. I wasn't sure, because that was right around the same time that he had his quote-unquote mental breakdown. That dude had a lot on his plate. And he does talk about that in one of the interviews. And it makes sense, man. Some of these artists, man, they get so much piled on them. They get so much expected of them, all this stuff. And it's just like, ugh, you know, I can't even imagine the pressure. All I know is that he chose Jesus. Jesus has always been there. Like Jesus has always been there in my life. When you choose Jesus and you keep choosing him every day, every day, every day, and you ask Jesus to put him into the parts of you and clean you out, replace yourself with Jesus, then you will see your destiny clearer. You will see your future clearer, you will see everything clearer. It will all make sense. That's all I can say, is that it all just starts to come together. All the things that you were anxiety-ridden about, and believe me, I was an anxiety-ridden chick. And again, I'm going to give props to Kanye West's album. I mean, I'm playing that thing over and over. It is literally helping to embolden my faith. It's one of those faith albums that you want to put on and you want to rock out loud and proud, roll down all the windows in your car and just rock it out. Closed on Sunday, man. You're my Chick-fil-A. I mean, oh, I love it. I am so into it. I am thrilled that Hakani has a humongous following, that he has such a huge platform, and that he is able to influence the world and let them know the true way to salvation and not all these false religions. And he talks about that in his album. It's just so good. So I say, go out and get the album. Go out. You don't have to go out anymore. You can just... Buy it on the iTunes store. Pray for this guy. He needs prayer. He needs prayer to um, sustain him. He's going to have a lot of darts coming his way. The enemy is going to be on the prowl and attacking because he has a huge, huge platform in the world. He's very influential. And the kingdom of darkness does not like that. They are literally losing their minds every day right now. So let's just keep him in prayer and lift him up. And for those of you who are not Christians, if you haven't given your life to Jesus and you want to know more about who this Jesus is, I say, talk to God. Just be like, God, I want to know who you are. I want to know who this person is that everybody talks about. But I want to know you in a way that gets me all excited, excited enough like Kanye West to write an album and profess him all over the internet and all over television and not caring who you are. He's like, I don't care if you're the president of the United States. I don't care if you're Jimmy Kimmel. I don't care who you are. Jesus is king. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to leave a comment, you can do so by using our voice message link. Simply click on the link and talk away. I would love to hear from you. Let me know how today's episode impacted you. And if you have any ideas for future episodes that you'd like to hear talked about, please leave those comments as well. My heart is to help you feel seen and heard, especially in times where you feel overwhelmingly alone and isolated in your situation or circumstance. I want to speak life into you, and hopefully the stories and situations brought about on this podcast will reframe your own way of thinking. That's what people did for me in my lowest moments. And I want to pass that wisdom along. Fear and doubt are from the pit of hell, I always say. I have wasted plenty of years worrying and doubting about my life. I started this podcast to help you not make the same mistakes. Thank you for your listenership and please subscribe. It really helps my message have a further reach. And don't forget to leave a review. Reviews are great and it really tells me what my audience is thinking and feeling and how you are impacted by this podcast. Here's a priceless nugget that was given to me long ago. Matthew 6 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God bless you, and remember, Jesus loves you so much more than you could ever believe.